Welcome to Pioneer Mindset, a place where we challenge our mindset and address the discomfort in both business and life by finding clarity resulting in bold conviction. I'm your host, Garrett Ruskamp, fifth generation farmer, husband, and father from rural Nebraska. Whether you're navigating frustration from past decisions or worry about the uncertainty you face today in your business, we're going to learn from our struggles and take on new challenges with a resilient mindset. Join me as I share my journey of struggles I faced in agriculture as a farmer and family man. I'm ready to dive into honest conversations to tackle the mindsets surrounding key issues that rural ag business owners face that will ultimately help you gain control leading to a profitable and sustainable business. Let's adapt to pioneer mindset and get to it. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Today, we are going to uh, talk about some issues that I think are big problems within the ag industry. And really, over the next few episodes, I want to kind of address these different issues one by one. Today, as we dive into this, the one thing I want to preface is uh, that I'm really pretty new at being on this side of the mic. I'm really good at consuming podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for years now, and I think it's a great way to really consume content, but I'm not perfect at trying to communicate my message. So just kind of bear with me. Um, we'll get through this as best we can, and I think it'll be a good process for all of us. So the the big kind of issue or topic I want to talk about today is the chaos and disorganization that ag business owners deal with on a day-to-day basis contributes to the stories within their own minds. Now, where I want to kind of go with this is kind of tell you a story or kind of take a step back in time to basically the year 2020. 2020 was really kind of when we started taking over the farm. Basically, at the beginning of 2020 is when my uncle left the operation. And he was the one that was in charge of doing all the books and paying the bills and staying on top of the numbers to get to the bank and different things like that. Nothing wrong with the way that he did things, but it's uh, the organization that he had was not great. His uh, just kind of the way things worked in our house is his office was actually in our basement. And so I could come down here and I could go back basically in the same room that I'm recording in now and try to make sense of everything that he had left us. And he he tried to help us out before he left. Uh, but basically at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, he was gone and it was on our laps to try to figure things out. And so we were trying to deal with the organization that we had, we, or I should say lack of organization that we had. I remember kind of coming down into his office and there would be drawers of just random documents. And then he used, he did have a, you know, software, I think he used Quicken at the time uh, for keeping track of numbers, but it wasn't great trying to make sense of everything that he had so we could kind of adapt it to make it our own. That was very challenging for us, especially dealing with everything in, in 2020 for us. Uh, the state of the farm was in kind of a hard situation financially, taking on different debt from the expansions that we had. And so we were kind of under the thumb of the bank to try, try to stay on top of our numbers. And for me at the time, you know, being about 25 years old, I already had one kid at the time. In 2020, we had another one on the way. This presented itself with lots of challenges. The other side of this was Ellen was going to be the one taking over the bookkeeping side of things. So she was kind of thrown into trying to make up her own organization systems and processes to try to stay on top of the bookkeeping side of things. So we could, you know, make sure the day-to-day things continue to get done, paying the bills, staying on top of accounts payable, accounts receivable, different things like that. 
We are trying to take what we had and do what we can with it. We tried to stay on top of the numbers, keep the bank informed with all of our numbers. That was definitely a challenge. It's kind of a typical situation where, and maybe this is similar for you, in order for your bank to get updated financials, they'll just basically kind of hand you the old balance sheet and then you take it and you scribble on it, update the numbers as best as you can, and then hand it back to them. Well, that's great, but a lot of times you maybe don't fill that out super accurately. I know for us, it was, if we didn't know exactly, we might think it's common knowledge to know exactly how many head of cows are out there. Well, still trying to find a system to keep track of those numbers. So that way you can accurately update those numbers when you give those to the bank or whatever that may be. But then the other side of that was creating a cash flow projection. The bank was trying to figure out, you know, what does the next six months look like? What does the next 12 months look like? For us, when you're trying to take somebody else's numbers, trying to pull it out of a a software program like Quicken that wasn't necessarily the most user-friendly, and then throw that into your own set of projections that you're basically trying to come up with from scratch, and really had nobody to really help you with this, that was super challenging for us, and it was definitely not easy, to put it lightly. The one thing about this is it definitely created a very chaotic state of mind. And what I mean by that is you were trying to come into a situation and trying to make sense of all the numbers. And honestly, your mind's just going every which direction. You don't know where to focus. You don't know where to start. You know, I've kind of mentioned when it comes to disorganization, you just don't know where to start. And that's that's kind of the big thing that keeps us sometimes from actually taking action. If you've got a kind of chaotic state of mind, you may not necessarily take action. You may lose motivation when it comes to trying to get some of these tasks taken care of, you know, tasks such as, you know, updating financials. You end up putting it off and then it doesn't get done in a timely manner, which causes all sorts of other problems. And the thing that I also want to mention here is sometimes being in chaos, we actually get comfortable in chaos. And you might think that sounds crazy, but a lot of times it's not easy for us to really take the time to try to be organized. If we're coming from maybe an operation that isn't organized, we're probably more comfortable in the chaos. We're familiar with it. So ultimately, it's going to be harder for us to get out of that chaos, which can be its own set of problems as well. And when it comes to the stories that run through your mind when you're dealing with chaos or any sort of disorganization within your business, a lot of times for me, it was, I'm not worthy of being organized or I'm not worthy of success. The chaos will never end. These might be diving a little bit deep, but let's be honest, these are kind of the stories that all come to us when we're dealing with any sort of chaos, whatever that may be. Now, these stories, if you don't get them under control, they're going to affect your business, you're going to affect your personal life in multiple ways. And that's where I'm going to go here next, is a lot of times with all these struggles that I just mentioned, the stories that are going through my mind, and probably through your mind as well, they're going to affect what I call the core four. And I'm, we're going to be, I'm going to be mentioning this a lot, but the core four is your body, your being, your balance, and your business. So starting off with body, you know, maybe if you're going through these different issues, I uh, remember a lot of times I was staying up late trying to find numbers or sort through the chaos to get numbers to the bank and to provide an accurate cash flow. So you're going to be staying up late, not treating your body right maybe pumping it full of caffeine, 
or or hell, maybe even you're trying to you're so stressed from all the chaos that you hit the weekend and you're gonna go pound pound some beers with the buddies or different things like that. I mean, those are the things that happen to us. So then we go to the next one, your being. That's kind of like your state of mind. Obviously, I mentioned with the stories earlier, those are some pretty negative stories that can affect your state of mind. Then we go to the balance. You know, I, I just mentioned the staying up late. Usually it's to the case where you've got these issues and you just cannot shut down at the end of the day. So you're not present with your family, you're not present with your wife or your kids, and that can cause a whole other set of challenges. And then when we get into your business, obviously being disorganized, dealing with chaos in your business can cause some huge issues. Let's kind of shift this a little bit. Having a pioneer mindset, which is what we've kind of discussed a little bit in the first episode, is being a forward thinker. And the one thing I want to talk about here when it comes to organization and dealing with chaos is you have to take ownership of this. Let's discuss some of the lessons that I've learned as we've gone through this, as I've progressed over the last few years, and really kind of taken ownership of our situation, of the chaos within our business and our life. Here's are some of the lessons that I've kind of learned. First off, I was the only one that could fix it. You need to realize that you are the only one that can fix your disorganization. And the organization starts with me, starts with you. You have to take ownership of this. And so, for example, for me and my wife, Ellen, she's naturally rather organized being a woman. Uh, they're just better at that than guys are. I'm not necessarily going to use that example, but I'm going to actually go with my dad within our operation. He's very less organized, not necessarily his fault, just kind of how he operates. So I can't expect, you know, if I'm not organized as well, I can't expect him to be the leader in that and to try to get his stuff organized if I can't figure my stuff out. I can't expect him to do that if I don't first take the ownership and take the leap myself to do that. Organization starts with you. You've got to own that. Next lesson I want to go here is the time to fix chaos is time well spent. If you need to take the time to create some systems and processes to really hone in on that chaos, to get it under control, the disorganization, whatever that may be, whatever that looks like in your operation or even your personal life, take that time. That is money well spent or time well spent. That's going to pay you back dividends in the long run. And it may not seem easy to do that, but I can guarantee it's going to be well worth it. Now, the next lesson we have here, this is a phrase that I've heard from someone else and it just really sticks with me, is clear is kind and unclear is unkind. So think of this. If you're not being extremely clear about your communication or maybe just even your systems and processes, that's going to be unkind to anybody that you're dealing with whether that be family or any employees or business partner, whatever that is, you need to be extremely ultra clear about whatever it is you're talking about so everybody's on the same page. Unclear is unkind. It's pretty simple. The next one here and kind of the last lesson to wrap this up is everything that I'm talking about here is an ongoing process. It's never perfect. I'm still not perfect. I've still got, you know, random piles of paper on my desk that I'm trying to sort through or that need to be filed or whatever the case may be. It's never perfect. And so give yourself a little bit of grace. It's never one of those things where, okay, today I am organized. 
it's really not one of those things where it's like the arrival syndrome. You're never going to completely be there. It's always going to be a work in progress. Kind of as we wrap this up and get into closing, I want to ask you a question. What can you do to take ownership in your life or your business? What does that look like to you? What's one thing that you can start with? And go do it. Take action. Get after it. I hope you found value in this and we will catch you next time. Thanks for tagging along with me today as we sharpened our mindsets. If you've gained insight from today's episode, be sure to take a screenshot to share or send this episode to somebody who might also find value in it. For more, follow me on Instagram at Garrett Ruskamp or on Facebook and join me next time for more Conviction Through Clarity.